You're listening to Speaker's Corner with Alfie Joey. Tip tools and tactics for speaking in public. Alfie will be hosting some great guests from the world of TED Talks, business, politics, podcasts and showbiz. These titans of talking will share their stories to help you improve your own confidence and communication skills. Please welcome your host, Alfie Joey. Yes, I am indeed Alfie Joey. Very excited about this week's guest, Richard O'Neill, storyteller, author, playwright and what a background a fascinating background he was born he was brought up in a a large traditional fully nomadic romany gypsy family that traveled up and down north england and scotland and i feel really connected to richard his roots are also to be found in the coal mining communities of the northeast of england having family members who work down the pits my dad and all my all the men in my family certainly work down the pits now this core cultural upbringing is reflected in his storytelling in his creative work and i can't skip over this rich background so i asked richard just to share something of his beginnings if you want to be a storyteller or an author fall in love with stories and be genuinely interested in hearing the stories of other people that's the only way you're going to get to be a good storyteller or a good author because that way you collect the stories that other people are going to want to listen to Read everything you can about anything you can think of. It will come in useful at some point. There's no useless information. Now, when it comes to nerves, you don't overcome nerves. You learn to accept them and harness them. I always get nervous before every performance. And I tell people the truth about that, especially children, because that in itself builds a connection with an audience. I reckon the day I stop feeling nervous is the day my work won't mean as much to me as it should, and that'll be the time to stop. We don't usually say we're nervous about the things that are deemed to be happy occasions, like birthdays or holidays, and children rarely say, I'm nervous about Christmas. They say they're excited. So try switching those words around sometimes and see what happens. Now, as soon as you meet Richard, you just know he can play to any audience. Uh, he does specialise in speaking to young people, but when you look at him and when you speak to him, you think this guy could just walk into any room and command it. But I, I asked him if he would explain what it takes to speak, especially to young people. Four golden rules for speaking to teenagers. Forget everything negative you've ever read or heard about young people. Do not prejudge them. No one likes to be prejudged. Do not try to be trendy, you know, the I'm down with the kids kind of thing. They'll laugh at you, not with you. And they are sharp and they can smell both fear and insincerity at 50 paces. Respect, you've got to give it first and then you'll have the best chance of getting it back. Don't talk down to them. They know more about some things than you do. Be honest and challenge them. Talk up rather than down to teenagers because they are bright people. I'm sure... Richard has lots of young people asking him for advice about following him in his footsteps. What advice does he give them? Now, the other thing is, I think the media and others would have you believe you have to speak a certain way. You have to look a certain way. It used to be you had to be posh with a flash suit. Now it's a kind of casual look and you have to be sort of American and speaking with a kind of mid-Atlantic draw, you know, and then you, you every word on the end of it, you go, right... So you get people to agree with you. I don't think you have to do that. I think you just have to be yourself. 
And there's nothing wrong with how you look or how you speak. As long as you can communicate effectively, that's what it's all about. And regional accents are beautiful. So be proud of yours. Enjoy it because your audience will. What mistakes has Richard made? How did he put things right? We've all made mistakes when we're talking, whether whatever size audience that is. Being unprepared for an event was my biggest mistake. Not reading the information that I'd been sent properly beforehand. It's very hard to come back from that. When you make a mistake though, I think you should be honest and tell your audience and apologize because most audiences will accept that. I was once on stage delivering a talk to a very large audience. Everything was going great until my mind went blank, totally blank. And following my own advice, I said to the audience, look, I've completely forgotten what I was gonna say next. There was lots of laughter and empathy. Perhaps some of them thought it was rehearsed. I don't know, it wasn't, but it gave my brain and me enough time to regroup. And what I was gonna say came back. I wonder what speakers, performers, presenters influenced Richard and, and what did he learn from them? The speakers and the performers that influenced me are the people who were fully themselves like the older travelling storytellers I grew up with. Traditional comedians like Dave Allen and George Carlin. Great storytellers, but who also challenged your thinking. The market traders and the barrow boys in the northeast. As a kid, I would listen to their patter at every opportunity. I saw how they worked the crowd. People just came to buy fruit and vegetables, but they went away entertained too. Sometimes at the fairs, you'd get these china and pottery sellers, and they were magical to watch because they would build the audience up and they'd build up a huge tray of pottery and it looked like it was gonna fall over. So they had this wonderful attention at the same time. So that's Richard. What a story, what a guest. And I'm definitely gonna have him back on the podcast because I wanna have a good chat face to face. I'll probably meet him at Seven Stories, the National Center for Children's Book. We've met there before and it's a great place. And you can follow him on Twitter. He's really entertaining, really busy on Twitter. And this is where you find him. It's the R O'Neill. O'Neill spelt O-N-E-I-L-L. So the R O'Neill. One word, no apostrophes. So more diverse guests, more brilliant guests to come on Speaker's Corner. I'll see you soon. 